Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And Holly, I gotta say, there are times in my life when I get frustrated, (laughs) well, as we all do, especially current situations really make us frustrated, Mm -hmm. but there are times when I just feel like if I get one more interruption, I'm going to just blow my brains (laughs) through the roof. You know, I just feel... You feel like that or have you? Be <laughs> well, if we're being honest, I mean, there are times when you just feel like, oh, one more drop in into my bucket, and it's not just going to overflow. It's going to look like fireworks, baby. It's going to look like, pshoo, there she goes. There she and goes. <laughs> there she blows. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. Is that just me? Uh, or... Is it the circumstances of our life at times when we feel like I can't take one more interruption? Is it me? I don't think so. I think I, ref- I repeat the phrase, I can't, I can't, I just can't, like a thousand and one times a day. It's, I have the exact same feeling, Luann, of just... If one more thing, you know, and it's to the point where like if the shower curtain comes off the (laughs) hanger and like while I'm in the shower, like my nerves are so shot, I scream because I feel like there's a serial killer after me. And it's like, it's just a shower curtain. It's just a shower curtain. (laughs) I have a wild imagination, but it's not like you just can't handle anything. One more. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because your life's just been constantly, it's been one big interruption after another there's no normalcy you know that we've had in the past two years and I think everyone's nerves are on edge yes yes and you know it's like every single thing is different every single thing is different our relationships are different going to church is different being with friends is different everything is different. The news. (laughs) Don't even get me started. So, so here's my thing. I wrote an article years ago and God brought it to me. It's actually in the book, uh, encouragement for today. His interruptions are on purpose because he wants to know how we're going to handle it. What are we going to do about it? And I was thinking, you know, in, in this devotion that I wrote, Matthew 25, 35 was the passage. And it said, I was a stranger and you invited me in. And I'm just going to take a second to read this because it hit me and all of the emotions of that day flooded back in to my heart. And maybe that's what we all need. We all need a reminder to let God interrupt us, to look at every single thing that's happening as an opportunity to respond 
in a good way, in a godly way, or to let the fireworks go off. And I'm guilty. I am so guilty of handling interruptions in the wrong way. But God brought me back to this story. Mm-hmm. And it says, after five years of living in our house, my husband agreed we needed curtains on the windows. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was a thing. He just didn't want anything to block the light. Um, but deciding on just the right ones at just the right sale price was a challenge. I bet. In the, in the span of a week, I had shopped all over town, finally found something I liked that was affordable installed all the hardware and meticulously ironed every inch of the drapes before hanging them on the rods. Then I took them down and started over. The gals in the drapery department at the local department store knew me by name. (laughs) All of this happened the week before Thanksgiving and exchanging curtains at the mall was the last thing I planned to be doing the Wednesday before Turkey Day. But there I was paying for another set of drapes at the register. And there she was, Vivian. She breathlessly approached the counter, asked to use a phone. This young lady had been dropped off at the mall to go to work, only to discover she wasn't scheduled. She needed to call someone to pick her up. And that's when I felt a familiar knock on my heart. Actually, it was pounding. I knew it meant God had an interruption planned. Do you need a ride? I asked. All activity stopped. She looked at me quizzically. The cashier waited to see what would happen. And Vivian cocked her head to one side in disbelief. Uh, yes, she said. Well, I'm leaving. I'll take you. And that just came out of my mouth. (laughs) May I just say that giving a ride to a stranger was not on my agenda. It wasn't on my to-do list. And my to-do list was a mile long, and there was nothing on it about offering a ride to someone that I had just met. However, the truth of Matthew 25 was resonating with me. I knew God had asked me to be on the lookout for strangers to invite in, into my home, into my church, and, it appeared, (laughs) into my daily routine. During the drive to Vivian's house, she told me about her six siblings. Because of her mom's drug abuse, five were adopted out of her family, and six years ago, leaving her and her brother. No one wants to adopt 13- and 14-year-olds, she explained. She had subsequently made decisions that had taken her down some very wrong roads. We talked. We talked about church. And she said she'd gone a few times, but didn't attend now. I said, Vivian, God put us together today. He has a plan for your life. You didn't expect to run into me, and honey, I didn't expect to run into you. Yet here we are. Unusual, don't you think? Yes, she said. No one takes a chance on anyone these days. I couldn't believe you offered me a ride. I asked about her past and her hopes for the future, and in 20 minutes, we bonded. Are you working Sunday, I asked. No, I'm off, she replied. Good. I'll pick you up for church, and you can go with us. I got out of the car, wrapped my arms around her in a hug, and then I prayed for her as we both stood amazed at how quickly we connected. I'm thankful for interruptions. 
God wants to interrupt us for His purposes, inviting Him and others into our lives in unexpected ways. Holly, I remember that like it was yesterday. And yet my heart these days, I'm not going to lie, has really toughened up. It feels like everything is a battle. Everything has become a battle every day. And it just reminds me that God says, no, honey, be still. Know that I am God and I am fighting the battles. Just show up when I interrupt you. Mm. That's such a beautiful story. And just a reminder, like, I think right now everyone, and I, I, well, me, I'm speaking for me, and maybe you feel the same way out there, but, you know, everything's so out of control that we've all shrunk into our own world. And we're, we're trying to control what we can, because I hate being out of control. Like, that's the worst feeling in the world. I don't like narcotics. I don't like, like, I mean, even if I, you know, recovering from a surgery, I won't take them. I can't stand that feeling. And that's how I feel like a lot of us feel right now is everything is so out of control. So we've shrunk our world and we're trying to control every little bit that we can, but we've forgotten. I've forgotten that God still interrupts in the midst of all this chaos. Cause you know, when this, everything that's going on was not a surprise to God. He was in no. it before we ever were introduced to it, you know, and mm-hmm. we forget that because it just feels like chaos to us, but it's not to him. And in the midst of all the hard, we can't forget that we're still servants of the Lord. And now more than ever, do I feel like people need um, to be loved on and that you know, taking our love and pouring it out onto other people is just not on my agenda right now. I'm barely... I'm barely surviving the day, if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these interruptions coming our way, our families had so many pivots the past, really, two years. And it's like I can't catch my breath. I feel like I'm in this marathon that won't end. <laughs> and in return, I just had become so self-focused. And that's not how we need to live our life. And I think sometimes it's even more scarier now. Like that was in a time where people weren't scared to talk to other people. You know, you have this like another reason not to obey the Holy Spirit's prompting, if you will, when you feel that nudge to go talk to someone. Cause now it's like, well, what if they don't want anyone near them? Like, what if they get angry that I've come in their space, you know? And it's like, it's just a crazy world. And that was such a great reminder. Well, it is a crazy world, but I'm also reminded of Proverbs 16, 9. Mm -hmm. says, we can make our plans, Mm -hmm. but the Lord determines our steps. (laughs) And so when, when you look at, oh man, this is not turning out the way I wanted. We have to step back and look at all the things in the Bible that say, wait a minute, God puts people in authority. He allows things to happen for his purposes. He allows this to happen. And I think a lot of times it's to make us throw up our hands and say, I can't do this. And he goes, exactly. (laughs) You can make your plans, but I'm directing your steps, sweetheart. So if I direct your steps to a young lady who is freaking out at the cash register, at the department store, 
I want you to pay attention. And you know, what happens when we do is priceless. When we pay attention and we let God interrupt us, we're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's everything is so much bigger than me and mine, you know, Mm -hmm. my little world. And are you doing things the way I want you to do them? No, no. But if if we're honest, we we've got to say we've got to let go of the control, which is so hard for women. Yeah. It's so hard for us to let go of the control and say, "Okay, God, I don't get it. But I know you do. Do we have that kind of faith? Do we? Really? And it takes a ton of faith to just release all that control and be okay. You know? And if you think about it, though, some of life's best things were interruptions. I didn't plan on meeting my husband one day, but I did. I didn't, you know, like I didn't plan on getting Mm -hmm. pregnant with some of my kids, but I did. And... They are the best things that have happened to me and friendships and people along the way. Every good thing really in my life and probably in you know, your life and everyone's life has been an interruption. And so to be able to handle those small ones, I feel like give us the confidence to handle the big ones, to give us the ability to handle the big interruptions, like a total pivot in your day when you go and take a girl home, you know, but if I can handle the shower curtain falling on me, <laughs> then that gives me the strength to be obedient in the, in the big things, the big ass, the big interruptions. And, you know, I feel like for the first time in history, I feel like everyone's kind of on the same page and it's not a very good page. And I've not met one person that's like, I'm killing it. Like, this is my best life. Like, this is the best time to be alive. Like, I have not met one person like that in the past year. And so I feel like this is a great time for those interruptions because everyone's in desperate need of encouragement and love and compassion and kindness. And it's going to be those little things that get us through however long this last. <laughs> mm, absolutely. And who knows how long things will last, but w- we are in control of how we react to everything. And I, I always preached that to my children. I was yeah. like, you don't have control over 95% of things that happen to you, but you have 100% control over how you react to it. Mm-hmm. And I've got to say, I've been ashamed of the way I've reacted, even if it's just in my own head or in my own heart, Mm. how I've reacted to things, because it's not always been God-like. I'm going to be honest, it's been Luann-like, which Mm -hmm. is an ugly place to live. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying, nobody wants wants inside this head. It's a scary place. (laughs) But I will say... I will say there's hope. I mean, this story is from years ago in my life, but I just heard a story from one of my radio friends that just warmed my heart and made me love, love, love Chick-fil-A even more because they were at Chick-fil-A with their daughter and they were sitting near the... um, refill where you get the refills for your Mm -hmm. drinks and a very um, unkept 
obviously homeless man walked in and everybody was kind of scooting away from him, not making eye contact. And he asked if they had any spare food, anything they were going to throw out. And the manager came around and said, I don't want to give you the scraps. I want to give you a full hot meal. Mm. But I just am going to ask one thing. I need to pray with you. And the man agreed. And my friend and his daughter watched this manager of Chick-fil-A pray for this homeless man and prayed for God's um, provision in his life and direction in his life. And this manager was interrupted, but he gave this homeless man a hot meal, not the scraps, not the leftovers. He gave him the best that he had. And Holly, it just convicted me so much because I want to live my life giving the best, not the leftovers, not do you deserve my time. Mm. I don't want to avoid the people that uh, other people turn away from. I want to see them. I want that freshness back. I want that Holy Spirit nudge back in my life because I'm the one that has stepped back away from it. Mm -hmm. God is not ever leaving. He's right there, never forsaking us. But we get callous and we get hardened by all the circumstances around us. But God says, no, no, sweet girl. I need you to pay attention to all those things, all those nudges, all those interruptions, and let me show you what life is really all about. Because mm -hmm. life is not about living in stress, living in that anxiety, living in that worry and that fear. You can't live a life full of Christ living in that. That's the opposite. And that is such right. a reminder, like, I think it's a good heart check when you can't handle the shower curtain falling on you, when you, you know, can't handle these little interruptions. I think that's a good reminder that we need to come. We need to, we need to spend time in our Bible. We need to get with the Lord. We need to have our hearts softened because it is a, it is a season of hardened hearts for me mm. and for the world. And we need, mm. we need the Holy Spirit to come and yes. soften all of us and you know and oh that that gave me chills that was such a good just a good reminder of how and a good and it's holding a mirror up to myself and conviction mm -hmm. of how hardened my heart has gotten because I, I mean I can stay in a pattern of anger and frustration and that's useless to the kingdom of God because ultimately mm -hmm. isn't that still our mission is to bring mm -hmm. people into the kingdom and to show the world Jesus and I've well, yeah. been failing, you know, <laughs> I've been failing. Well, if we're honest, we've all been, like you said, self-focused because it's it's been kind of like the survival mode. Like, okay, I got to get through this. I got to get through this. And God's like, hey, I'm still on the throne yeah. and nothing is nothing is surprising me. And the sun's going to come up tomorrow 
And I just need you to take one step at a time because I'm directing your steps. And when I, when I look at Matthew 25, where it says, For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and gave you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth when you did it to the one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. And boy, how many times have we just turned a blind eye or a deaf ear in this season of got to take care and protect me and mine? And God is saying, hey, I need you to come back to me. He wants us to get, get our head in the right place. He wants to interrupt us for his purposes. And I, I got to ask the question, gals, you're sitting around this program right now. You're sitting around this Encouragement Cafe table with me and Holly. And I've got to ask you, have you felt that knocking on your heart? And how did you respond? Because I know we're not alone. And I'm not judging you because I, I am so guilty <laughs> we're right there with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> we but i know that conviction. this is yes this is a wake-up call that's what the holy spirit is trying to do he's trying to say wait a minute i need you to respond i need you to ask the lord for greater awareness of his knocking for all those that are around you because you're of no good if you're focused totally on you and yours, God is saying, open your heart, open your ears. It's hard, but you know, everything's hard. Interruptions are hard, and mm. but it's worth it. You know, like it was an interruption when I got cancer, but it was the greatest blessing of my life. It's an interruption, you know, with COVID, but we can make this something that God can just use and use us. We, you know, I just feel like a calling of the church to get back out there. We've been in slumber mode and fighting mode for so long that it's time to just trust and to step out and to ask for the nudges, you know, and just because mm. I have not even felt any nudges. It's not that I'm mm -hmm. ignoring nudges. I haven't even felt any. And it's not that he's not giving me them. I've just am, got blinders on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for we've toughened this, up. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. we need to just ask. For, I need to ask for those nudges again. Like, Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. please let me have the ears to hear. Let me have the feet to go and mm -hmm. help guide my steps in my daily life and not to stress over the interruptions because they're just going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, just the world's constantly changing. We're constantly having to shift and make plans. 
But that doesn't give us an excuse to live in our head and to not answer the calling that God Absolutely. has placed on us. Yeah. So here's the way I want to wrap up today, because this is the prayer that I wrote at the end of the devotion, and it's, it's good for right now. Dear Lord, please open my heart, my eyes, and my routine to your divine interruptions. May it be said of me, she's a woman who invited God in. In Jesus' name, amen. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.